Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Duty after a very long day, no less. Ryan Baker, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Let's just do it all here, Dave. This is a great day. Like, I wish all of these shows, like we did the Buckeye show with Austin and I, I wish we would have had three hours instead of just one. I wish this show tonight was three hours as well because there's so much we can talk about. Let's get into it. I mean, I've covered a lot of Ohio State signing days over the years. This one might take the cake just because of all the drama. It looked like Ohio State was going to lose Edric Houston. And the one thing, very good class, but kind of lacking the beef. It's like the old Wendy's commercial, where's the beef? So you're thinking, oh, now they're going to lose the best lineman in this class, Edric Houston, and only have one defensive lineman. And they're going to lose Jeremiah Smith, it looked like, early today. Then news broke. Jeremiah Smith was going to be a Buckeye. Edric Houston was a Buckeye. We saw Ryan Day react in real time to both of those things. And now here we sit, 8.03 p.m. on Wednesday, and Jeremiah Smith is still not faxed in his letter of intent. Twitter's you know, going crazy. <laughs> the only thing, at least Ohio State message boards are, are taking it well. Kidding. Uh, but the only thing we still use a fax machine for, by the way. I, I don't know. People are going to wonder, like, where is Jeremiah Smith? Like. I I don't know. I wish I could tell you. I don't think he knows. It sounds like it's turned into a bidding war, and I don't know who's going to win that bidding war, but I will say this. If you're a wide receiver and you go to Miami over Ohio State, you're not serious about winning, and you're not serious about developing yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, would this even be a question if money wasn't on the table, you know? But it sounds like there's a lot of money on the table here, and it's going back and forth, and I've heard... That the coaches, Ohio State coaches, Brian Hartline and Ryan Day, have had dialogue with him all day. So it doesn't seem like they're worried about this, but we still somehow have lost this in translation. It's Check crazy. your spam folder. Yeah, I, I mean, we've seen coaches kind of like know things were happening, but to see Ryan Day react in real time, for those who know what I'm talking about, we had the Ryan Day press conference today a little afternoon, and, you know, right around, I don't know, about 1230-ish, Jeremiah Smith had his press conference and announced he was sticking with Ohio State, and Ryan got word from somebody, and he all of a sudden made this like funny look pretended like he was buckling at the knees. I don't know if he was actually pretending. No, he was. It was hilarious. And then same thing with Edric Houston, although he left the room for that to take a call. Gene Smith is like, you need to take this call. Gene was at the press conference today. So Ryan leaves the room for about 10 minutes or 15 minutes, maybe comes back. Ryan, he was literally skipping back in the room. And I said to him, good news. He kind of like looked like, you know, can't really say anything. But like, so, man, it's been it's it's been absolutely insane and it's still not over it's still not over but i i will say this um not that you want to pick between the two but you know if, and i know jeremiah smith is the number one player in the country according to the rankings i would rather have if i had to pick between one of the two i'd rather have edric houston than jeremiah smith just because linemen are so important and i'm never going to lose sleep over an ohio state ohio state losing a wide receiver with Brian Hartline and Ryan Day here. You know what's funny is that seems to be the consensus around here today. Like, you're the fourth person now that has been like, listen, this wide receiver room's okay regardless. You lost out on Justin Scott and Carlin Jones, and you don't have uh, the caliber of Mylon Graham 
and a Damarian Witten that could be in this wide receiver room as well. You don't have the caliber of those players is on the defensive line in this class. So Edric Houston, I think, was way more important to this class than Jeremiah Smith. The only thing we're missing, Ryan, we haven't we're not able to like bet on, you know, is Jeremiah Smith gonna be Let's see if the odds are out there. like I was looking, I was like, come on, this is like the last frontier. Like everything's like legal now, except we can't bet on like where recruits are going. And we're gonna have sound from Ryan Day's press conference in just a moment. Ryan's gonna pull up the first clip that we're gonna play. And I tell you what, guys, I mean, regardless, I mean, Ohio State's sitting there with the number three class in the country. People are freaking out about Jeremiah Smith, you know, regardless. I, like I mean Really, if you're a Buckeye fan, let me ask yourself, are you really worried about wide receiver recruiting if they don't get Jeremiah Smith? I mean, last time I checked, they got Brandon. Um, they've got um, they've got Tate coming back. They've got Ennis coming back. Carnell Tate, Brandon Ennis. Um, no, I like Bryson no, Rogers. I like both of the Rogers. I know I call them the Rogers brothers. They spell it differently. They're not brothers. But yeah, exactly. Noah and they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. All right, you got the first clip pulled it, up. Is a Mecca coming back too? I with think, all of that, know, so. I think he is, and I won't be surprised. If he goes pro, now entering the year, Ryan, I thought it was like 100% he was going to go pro. He was projected as a first-round pick. The fact that he's playing in the bowl game leads me to believe there's a good chance he'll come back. I'm not like even 90% chance on that, but I'm I'm like 70-30 Mecca's going to come back. Maybe that's crazy. So this here is just Ryan Day talking on the overall signing of the class. Now remember when he said this earlier today, Edric Houston was not a Buckeye and Jeremiah Smith had not said that he was going to be a Buckeye either, but this is just his thoughts on the overall class. You know, really good class already assigned and, uh, you know, waiting on a few more things that uh, may go, you know, a little bit later into the day. Um, but right now we have 18 guys signed, um, really good class, seven Ohioans. And this is a group that, um, you know, a bunch of these guys jumped in early on. And, um, you know, they give us, um, you know, a great, um, you know, support to our already, um, you know, strong team. This is crazy. Uh, we, I mean, we still don't know exactly what's going to happen with Jeremiah Smith. As I said, I keep refreshing the page. Bill Curlick, who's as close to this as anybody, is still like, listen, this is the way it is this day and age. People are like, Bill, what's the update? He's like, I don't have like an update for you at this point. Like, nobody knows. Jeremiah Smith doesn't know. I don't know. But again, you know, and I've heard people say this as well. I mean, Florida, Ryan, as you know, has been very good to Ohio State over the years. Very good. A lot of great players coming out of Florida that have come to Ohio State. Recently, not so much. Okay. Recently, not so much. And now if Jeremiah Smith flips, I've heard people say, stop recruiting the state of Florida. You can't stop recruiting the state of Florida, but it's not what it used to be for Ohio State. It's, it's just simply not. They've, they've actually landed like a lot of like highly ranked running backs from the state of Florida, guys like Jamal Berry, on and on, Sneed. Um, but the only one that really made it was Carlos Hyde, um, and that was a while ago. And you know, I've heard a lot of people on Bucknuts and just Ohio State fans in general say, oh, we should be done recruiting the state of Florida. I won't go that far, but it's an interesting topic. Where do you come down on that? I, you can't cut off your nose despite your face, right. can you? I mean, you still there's still good players down there. You've still got to explore all those options. It's funny, Dave, because this Jeremiah Smith thing and how different this recruiting process has been. You talk about Florida. Miami seems to have endless amounts of resources. We've already seen them hit Ohio State twice in this recruiting cycle. Maybe a third time. It might be harder and harder to get players out of the state of Florida if Miami's going to keep throwing wads of green at them. And 
the Gators, Florida's not doing well, but Florida State is. You know, Florida State, you know, they're not in the playoff. I don't know if you heard about that, but uh, they did go 13-0. So that makes it tougher. Miami's got, you know, tons of funds. They're not winning on the field. You think eventually that's going to catch up to them, but uh, we'll find out. Uh, maybe this hour we will find out what's happening with Jeremiah Smith. Up next, we're going to talk more Ohio State football, recruiting. You're going to hear more from Ryan Day. That is up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Ryan Baker, I thought maybe uh, Ryan Day had... The longest day in Columbus today. You you might have you might be able to challenge him a little bit. You've had a long day yourself. Nah, this is all in good fun here. He's actually stressing about stuff. I'm just stressing because I'm being a weenie. So nah, that's not. You've had you've had a long day and a productive one. I'm glad you're uh, riding with me. For those that are just tuning in, Scotty Vegas on assignment. It's Dave Biddle and Ryan Baker. Ryan Baker pulling double duty as the producer and the co-host tonight. And we're going to hear from Coach Day a little bit more about recruiting. Um, Ryan, let's get to the next cut. Okay, we you know we've talked about it here too with this Jeremiah Smith stuff and the way the money uh, is involved. This was Coach Day just talking about the process involved in recruiting now and how much it's changed. You know the way things are now with recruiting. There's just a lot of twists and turns along the way. You know, I just think about when um, you know even five, six, seven, eight years ago, ten years ago, you know somebody would you know would commit, you know, and, and the timing was was their own, but then. And that was kind of it. You moved on. You know, now there's, there's twists and turns along the way for a lot of different reasons. And so, you know, you just have to work through those and, and figure out, you know, who's the right guys for you at the time. And then, you know, fill your 85. And, and that's what it is. But, um, you know, there's there's a lot of twists and turns along the way. And, and now you have, you know, you have the high school class, then you have the portal, and you have different parts to, to make sure your roster's right. Yeah, I can't imagine. Now, I also can't imagine making $9 million a year. So I get that. Everybody's like, you can't feel sorry for Ryan Day. He's making $9 million a year. Do you see the look on his face today, though? My gosh, I look like a man hasn't slept in a while. And I get it. It goes with the territory. Again, I understand that. But you know, I've, heard, I've had people ask me a lot, Ryan, hey, do you think that Coach Day's going to get so sick of this that he goes to the NFL? And I, you, I've been saying, no, he, he's, he's, he loves it here in Columbus. Could you, you know? blame him, though? But now, you know, now you see him today, you're like, ah, you know, if the Patriots threw a ton of money at him, would he really turn it down? I don't think that's going to happen. And I know for a fact him and his family love living here in Columbus. I've heard there's no way he's going to leave until, at least until after RJ is done. And RJ just finished, is a freshman in high school at yeah, the sales, starting quarterback. Just finished his freshman season. Yes, he's, yeah, he's still a freshman in high school. So that gives you at least three more years. Could things change? Yes. And there's so much more on coaches' plates right now. And 
Ryan, there's also a big debate, like, what's going to happen with Larry Johnson? I think getting Edric Houston <laughs> was very good, but that's just something that's never going away, and, and Coach Dave was asked about that a couple different times today about, like, you know, you say, you know, Larry's coming back, and um, but how do you deal with you know, some of the negative recruiting? He, he touched on that a few times. I know we have a clip that you want to play. Yeah, and uh, there's been a lot of smoke about Larry for the past couple years if he was going to retire or whatnot. Here was Coach Day's answer. Uh, you know, it's funny. Guys have brought that up over the years in recruiting, but but he's he's young. He's, you know, in terms of his approach every day, he's got a lot of energy, you know, and he wants to continue to coach. And, um, you know, the guys in the room love him. And and so, yeah, no, he's, um, he's still got a lot of energy when it comes to coaching, and he still has a passion for coaching. And, um, you know, his... Um, wisdom is experience is the best in a country and our guys know that and and they certainly people recognize that in recruiting i love how he said he's young you know basically in spirit you know but seriously i mean you know and and larry has made this point it's like everybody was always asking me when i'm going to retire no one asked nick saban that we're the same age it's like i think people have asked nick saban that he just then puts the fear of god in them for asking no but he does make a good point larry and we didn't meet with larry today this was months ago and larry was kind of joking but kind of serious like i'm always asked about when am i going to retire am i on the verge of retirement and he said nobody asked nick saban about that i just find that funny it's a real thing though ryan um you know we had heard Last season was probably going to be Larry's last year. Something changed. I don't know if Larry changed his mind or he was talked about. I don't know what happened. And then I was thinking this year probably will be his last year. Ryan Day was asked point blank after talking about all that. Then he was just asked, will Larry Johnson return as defensive line coach next year? Coach Day's answer was succinct. Yes. What do you make of all that? I think maybe some of it is people trying to flip recruits. You know, you see that a lot of times when a person goes to the NFL draft, you start hearing negative things about him probably because one team wants them to drop to them, you know, and it's funny seeing some of the vitriol online today in the past couple of days towards Larry Johnson when Justin Scott flipped and left, when Carlin Jones, who everybody thought when he decommitted from Nebraska was going to be a Buckeye, goes to USC, and then, oh my gosh, we're losing Edric Houston to Alabama. That was everybody was certain this morning. Edric Houston was going to Alabama. Um, so it was a good get for Larry Johnson there. But I think it's kind of too the past couple of years – are the Ohio State defensive ends have not lived up to what Chase Young and the Bosa brothers were. And people were like, what's going on here? These guys can't get to the quarterback anymore. They're not getting any sacks. They come in with these high rankings. They should be getting 20 sacks a year. And we just haven't seen that. So I think people just assume Larry Johnson's losing it. He can't do it anymore. Maybe he doesn't want to do it anymore. Larry Johnson's fine. He's always been fine, and he'll be here as long as he wants to, I think. My boy Steve Wiltfong just threw gas on the fire this morning, and Wiltfong is really good at what he does. 24-7 Sports National Recruiting Analyst. He put in a crystal ball for Edric Houston to flip from Ohio State to Alabama. That's what started the fire. It was always burning. But, I mean, everybody this morning, if you paid attention to Twitter and blogs and stuff, everybody had Edric Houston going to Alabama. It was 99.9% sure. That's because of Wiltfong at like 8. I was preparing for my podcast this morning, and I'm like, okay, I got word that Edric Houston and Jeremiah Smith are probably going to stick with Ohio State. I can just say it was from Bill Curley telling me that. And then I'm preparing for the podcast, and it's like Steve Wiltfong is now uh, predicting that. And for him to put his name on it, and he's they even have the percentages up there. I mean, he's well over 90% with his 
predictions, I'm thinking, geez, that's not 100%, but that's pretty close to 100% when Wilt Fong says he's going to Alabama, and um, then everybody jumped on it, and uh, things changed. I'm sure Steve got very good word from a source that that's what's going to happen, and then Edric then changed his mind again. I'm sure that's what happened. All right, up next, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk some Cleveland Browns football. They will be playing the Houston Texans. We're going to talk Browns. We're going to talk betting advice. That's coming up next on The Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Hey, folks, it's game day, and the betting's going to be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave, but a good pregame routine keeps betting responsible. That's right. You got to pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play to set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop. Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org. Hey friends, Common Man and T-Bone here for the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Yes, but we also want you to know about the Pen Play Rewards app. It's free to download and set up. Set up the Pen Wallet feature to get pen cash for slots, tables, or dining during your next visit. Yep, you could even receive over $1,000 in rewards. And of course, you can still bet all your favorite games at the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. So do that too, losers. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro. No matter where they're from, what they look like, how much money their families make, or who they or their parents love, every student in Ohio deserves a world-class education that prepares them for the future. We must stand together and stand up for an honest education that empowers students to be strong leaders we need for tomorrow. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. Our one affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. In the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from the Ohio News Network. Fan, Ohio sports destination. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. On ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. We will keep you guys posted on what's going on with Ohio State recruiting. Bids, I got to tell you, I hate Twitter. 
but I'm glued to it right now with this Jeremiah Smith stuff. I I like Twitter. Can we still call it Twitter? Yeah, I, that's what I. It's still Twitter.com. Twitter to me. X. Jeez. I tell you what, man. I mean. If he does flip, I hope he does it during the show so we can get reactions. No, but we're gonna we're gonna switch gears here. We'll let you guys know what's gonna happen with Jeremiah Smith if any news breaks. Speaking of Twitter, there's some smoke on Twitter that um, he is gonna flip to Miami. I have no idea if that's true, but uh, we'll keep you guys posted on that. Let's switch some gears and talk some Cleveland Browns. I was looking forward to seeing the Browns against C.J. Stroud. That's not gonna happen. Brown, I talked Browns to fans CJ. are probably like perfectly fine with that. Oh, you talked to him. I talked to him and I told him, <laughs> "Worry about your health, bud. Take another week. You need another week. You're don't young. rush. Don't rush back from this. There's no sense. You've got a long career ahead of you." I think that's good advice. That's good <laughs> advice for young. C. He's a young guy. He's probably got rookie of the year wrapped up. Why are you gonna go out there and put yourself in harm's way against a good defense and a great defense? Yeah, no I less, mean, there's no right? sense. Let Case Keenum beat us. There you go. No, 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 no. Former Browns. Great. Yes, sir. So Texans, uh, Texans are hosting the game. Browns are favored by two and a half over under is 40 and a half. Like Mr. Ryan Baker said, Case Keenum at the controls for the Texans. Uh, Browns are just, man, this, this Joe Flacco thing's working out pretty well. I was thinking, oh, wow, the Bears are going to beat them. No, they're not because Flacco brought them back. Defense travels. No CJ Stroud. Now you got a little bit more film on Case Keenum like you really needed it because he's he's been around for a while. I like the Browns winning and covering. Yes, if CJ's not playing, I think I like that as well, too. You just never know with this Browns team. They always make it interesting somehow. Who would have guessed last week, by the way, Bids, in December, a rainy, sloppy day in Cleveland, that there would be a combined 85 passes? In an NFL football game, but that's just the world we live in now. Joe Flacco somehow able to flip the switch in the fourth quarter and get the win. This is a great story. I know Flacco played last year with the Jets, but this is almost like comeback player of the year type stuff to me. It totally is. Yeah, he played for the Jets, but like this is, especially if he finishes it off, you know, it's like if they, you know, make the playoffs, which I'm, I think they will, um, in fact, they, I mean, the percentages are pretty high. I haven't seen the latest percent. I would imagine it's but about 80%. Look at the schedule. Than that. Yeah, You've it, got the Texans without CJ, the Jets, and then the Bengals it could be a win-at-all-cost <laughs> game between the Bengals and the Browns, or maybe the Bengals will be out of it by then. I hope they're not, because I think that game will be fun, and you and I can get together, and we can hate each other for a couple <laughs> hours. But... um yeah, I mean, and the Browns have a cushion here, too. That's the nice thing. They can clinch going into that Bengals game. If they win the next two weeks, they they will clinch at not at 11 and 5. There's, there's no a, doubt. There's a couple crazy scenarios that they can clinch this, this week. week. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. So that's going to be a good one. Um, but I do think the Browns are going to win and cover. I mean, that defense. You know, and how much do you put on coaching? You know, I just think, I mean, obviously they've beefed up their personnel. I get that. But. Jim Schwartz has done a great job, in my opinion, looking so from the good. outside. Okay. So good. And you know what else? Uh, this week, you have to give Kevin Stefanski some credit. And I hate that because I'm not a Stefanski guy. But It's like you talking nice about David Bell. Yes, I can't wait for this. Somehow they're doing this. And, it, and you know who else deserves a lot of credit? And he's gotten credit over his career. Bill Callahan deserves a ton of credit, the Browns' offensive line coach. They're rolling out there with their third-string right tackle, their second-string left tackle, who wasn't even on the team to start the year. I think they got him from Washington or San Francisco. One of the two, I can't remember. At one time last week, 
you were playing that game with only one lineman that started the year as a starting offensive lineman for your team, and they're still getting it done. Now, they had trouble running the ball last week, but they are still finding a way with some duct tape and some popsicle sticks and bubble gum to get this done. I'm impressed. You're right. It is a very good coach. I, I mentioned Schwartz. It is a good coaching job by Stefanski. One thing about him, looking at it from the outside, when you're close to a team, you're going to analyze everything, overanalyze it, like I do with Zach Taylor. People probably think I'm crazy for being critical of Zach Taylor, but I, I think I call a spade a spade. He's very good as far as you know building a culture, and you know I think he's overall a good leader. I just... X's and O's leave a lot to be desired. When I look at, but overall, I'm okay with Zach Taylor. When I look at Kevin Stefanski from the outside, I see a guy that, what, one thing I like is he keeps things calm. He keeps things calm. He's not one, he's not losing his crap over there. And I think that's important as a football coach. You're absolutely right. It doesn't matter if they're up 40 or if they're down 40. You get the same Kevin Stefanski no matter what. I dislike the, I drew this play up. It should work no matter who's in there at all times, yada, yada. I think analytics are important in sports, but I don't think they're the only thing. I think you've got to have a gut feel sometimes. And, hey, this is working. Let's keep doing this. Or we've got to change. So there's just got to be a certain feel that you have. So I don't like how, you know, computer he, computery he is with the things he does. But somehow he's got this team with the third best record in the AFC right now with maybe the most injuries, the most devastating injuries of any team, he's got to get some credit. On his fourth quarterback, no less. And as you mentioned, offensive line depleted. He's doing a great job. All right. Up next is this or that. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Dave Biddle, Ryan Baker with you tonight. Scotty Vegas is on assignment. Or he's chilling somewhere on a much deserved vacation with his family. I'm sure he's listening to On the Money regardless. You know he's listening to this segment. He's going to probably text in his own versions of this or that. Ryan, it is time for this or that. Hit it. Let's get after it, RB. We already did this, but for those that are just tuning in, or even if you've listened to the whole show, are you getting with as a more important recruit for Ohio State? If you can have one or the other, are you getting with Jeremiah Smith? Or are you getting with Edric Houston? I'm getting with Edric Houston. I, I, I forgot... I came up with the idea for this segment. I completely forgot how, how you're like, you, you know, you need to like talk right now. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm the one oh, pressing yeah. the button. So you're I like, have to go last. You're like, you need to talk. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I do here. I talk. I'm going with Edric Houston. Um, and Jeremiah Smith has earned his ranking. I could watch his film. He's playing against top competition. He's the number one receiver in the country. I get it. I'm not saying he's overrated, but Ohio state would have only had one defensive lineman in the class. If they didn't get Edric Houston, 
the problem for Ohio State has not been wide receiver recruiting, my friends. It's been up front the last few years on both lines. Getting Edric Houston was paramount. So despite the fact Jeremiah Smith is not only the number one wide receiver in the country, he is ranked as the number one overall player in the country. So it gives me a little bit of pause, but I'm going to take Edric Houston, who, by the way, is ranked pretty high himself, number 34 overall player in the country, number four defensive lineman in the country. Give me Edric Houston. Yeah, Bids, I think it's Edric Houston for a lot of the reasons you just uh, laid out. Brian Hartline, I think as long as he's the wide receivers coach, you're never going to have a shortage of receivers, especially next year. We don't know. Maybe Emeka Buka's coming back. But even if he isn't, you still have Carnell Tate, Brandon Ennis, Noah Rogers, Bryson Rogers, who were all freshmen last year. And we forget about Jaden Ballard a lot. Jaden Ballard's true. a kid that has some wheels and could absolutely fly, could be a guy that could take the top off of a defense. Plus, Mylon Graham is rated pretty high in this class as a wide receiver yeah, as a well. Star. He's the second rated, highest rated yes. recruit that Ohio State is this in this class. And if you've listened to the fan at all this week, you know I love absolutely love Damarian Witten, who's a tight end prospect supposedly from Glenville, but as a wide receiver, he was just the MVP of the U.S. Army Bowl on the losing team. His team got beat by almost 30, and he was still the MVP of the game. Four catches, 96 yards, three touchdowns. I'm telling you, this kid is special, and I think he's going to be a wide receiver at Ohio State, so definitely Edrick Houston is the more important recruit. All right, so it's recruiting. We got to go with recruiting here. Ohio State got two pretty highly rated cornerbacks from the state of Ohio this year in Aaron Scott from Springfield and Bryce West from Glenville. So which one are you getting with? I'm going with Aaron Scott. It's really close, though. He's got much better length. Um, He played against better competition. For Springfield to get to the Division One State Championship game three straight years is insane to me. Like a great job by those guys. I know they came up short each time, but just getting there, crazy. They were five and five, and they got to the state championship game this year by winning then five straight games in the playoffs. Um, I'm getting with Scott, but I, I have a feeling where you're going, and it's really close. What do you got? So I've already gotten hate on Twitter for this Uh-oh. today. I've seen Aaron Scott play three times now. Really paid attention to him the last two times I've seen him play. Unfortunately, I only saw Bryce West play once, and that was last season because he didn't play in Glenville State Championship game this year because of a shoulder injury. It kept him out. Aaron Scott is a freak of an athlete. There's no doubt about that. Played a Wildcat quarterback a lot this year for that Springfield team and helped get them to where they go. But he didn't really stand out to me at all anytime I watched him as a cornerback. Maybe I was just missing things. I don't know. But I remember Bryce West from that game last year. Not as much as I remember Demarion Witten, but I remember Bryce West. I just have a feeling Bryce West is going to be the better corner here at Ohio State. So I'm going that way. They've had some pretty good players out of Glenville over the years, have they not? Marshawn um, Lattimore, yeah, pretty good cornerback that comes to mind. Teddy Ginn could have been a corner if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Decided, ah, how about I play in the NFL for 15 years as a wide receiver and then return man. Dante Whitner, pretty good safety. Yeah. On and on and on and on. It's good to see them tapping back into that it's, pipeline. That Glenville pipeline went dry for a while. It's good to see it back now. Yeah, Arville Reese last year, I think he's going to be, you know, people don't talk about him much. He, he's but, a good uh, player, too. 
You know, we were going to only do one segment of this or that. We're going to call an audible at the line of scrimmage. We're going to do more of this or that up next on The Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Dave Biddle, Ryan Baker with you tonight. Scotty Vegas on assignment. All right. More of this or that. All right, Ryan. It's been a crazy signing day. Now, should this even be signing day? Okay, are you getting with the first signing day? The first signing period should be right before the season starts, like late July, early August. Exactly what they do in college basketball. They have the first signing period before the season begins. Are you getting with have the first signing period in like late July, early August? Are you getting with... Keep it like it is. And then I remember I'd have to answer the question first because Scotty's not here. I am obviously getting with change it. I've been saying this for years. It has nothing to do with today. I've been saying this for a long time. I don't understand. Even when there wasn't an early signing period in December, I was saying when it was just in February, I was like, why don't you do it like basketball? Do it in late July or early August. And I feel like 10 times stronger about that now than I did then. So I'm definitely getting with, they need to have the first signing period in late July, early August. Having it in December is just complete nonsense. Yeah, this is not a good time. This is, I just, there's got to be a better way with everything. And does it really even matter? Because these guys are allowed to go wherever they want, whenever they want now anyway. So there's just too much going on right now with bowl prep and transfer portal. And so, yeah, this is a bad time. Let's go to July or anywhere else other than right now. All right. We've had a lot of Jeremiah Smith talk. He said he's going to be a Buckeye. And until he says otherwise or signs otherwise, he's part of this class. And I'm saying he's coming here wide receiver wise two really good ones. Are you getting with Jeremiah Smith? Are you getting with the little talked about Mylon Graham? I'm getting with Jeremiah Smith. I really like Mylon Graham. Now, once Jeremiah, if Jeremiah Smith flips to Miami, I'll, I'll change my tune. I'm kidding. No, but um, both young man, men that are have earned their their five stars. I mean, you just watch the film. Both those guys are legit. Um, it's splitting hairs to a degree, but I'll give Jeremiah Smith the edge. I mean, he's he's bigger. He's a freak of nature as far as an athlete. He's six foot three, whereas Graham's you know a few inches smaller. Give me Jeremiah Smith, but I, I love both of them. Yeah, anybody I talk to that knows about this stuff loves Jeremiah Smith. Says he's can't miss any of the highlights you see. It obviously seems like this guy is the real deal. I think Mylon Graham's going to be really good here too, though. Uh, you know, if he stays here and learns under uh, Brian Hartline. But uh, I got to go with Jeremiah Smith as well. I can feel like I'm too close to the fire here. Like, I'd love to hear from like an unbiased person because I feel like if you're, and I know he's from South Florida, but like if you pick Miami over Ohio State and you're a wide receiver, and let's say the NIL money is at least, you know, 
same ballpark. It's not like that's not the deciding factor. If you pick Miami over Ohio State in this time, when what Brian Hartline's doing, when you look at like Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Marvin Harrison Jr., and you look at Ohio State's records compared to Miami, if you're a wide receiver and you pick Miami over Ohio State, man, I got to wonder if your head's in the right place. And everybody said when it came down to those final two minutes, when he was choosing between Miami and Ohio State there at 1220 or 1230, whatever it was today, everybody said it was Ohio State's consistency of putting receivers in the NFL in the first round of the draft is why he picked the Buckeyes and why he stayed committed all this time. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, next one. I know you really like Lincoln Keenholz. I do, too. I, do. I like him a lot. I also like Aaron Noland. Eventually, eventually, if, if, if it's one of the two, let's say Devin Brown balls out, maybe he goes pro early, whatever, or he doesn't do good at all, whatever the fact. Let's take Devin Brown out of the equation and look a couple years down the road. It's between one of those two. Are you getting with Aaron Nolan or are you getting with Lincoln Keenholz? So, Ryan, well, and I guess you're supposed to go first. I tried to jump the gun oh, on see, you. I always, I always forget. Um, I'm going with... Oh, it's so tough. I'm going with Aaron Nolan, and the, the tiebreaker for me is level of competition. Him playing in, in Georgia as opposed to Lincoln Keenholz playing in South Dakota. But Lincoln Keenholz, I tell you what, he wasn't just a three-sport athlete. He was a superstar in all three sports. Football, obviously, basketball, and baseball. Superstar, like best player in the state in all three sports. Like, this kid, I love him. But give me Aaron Nolan. Who you got? So, Ryan Day said something very interesting in his press conference today when talking about Aaron Nolan. He talked about all the things that Aaron Nolan is athletically, which we know about. But he also said he's going to be a future leader of this team. And I thought that was very interesting because, you know, Kyle McCord, maybe not the greatest leader. And Ryan Day wants that in his quarterbacks. Everyone seems to say that Devin Brown and Lincoln Keenholz both have that ability to too. I'm going to stick with Lincoln Keenholz because of what you said. Sure, the competition may be not that great, but you don't become USA Today player, high school athlete of the year without being super good and dominant in all those sports. And again, I just put so much stock into that. I feel like there's a sports sense that you can't teach, and guys that can do that at a high level, I really like those guys. So I'm sticking with Lincoln Keenholz. Keenholz is probably, we'll go to you real quick. Keenholz is probably one of those guys that's like never played tennis or pick a sport that he's never played. If he picked it up for like a week, he'd be out there dominating like intramurals. You know, he's that type of kid. Go Pick ahead. up a golf club the first yes. time and hit it 300 right that's, down the middle, you know. Yeah. yeah. So Ohio State got some pretty big time linemen in this class this, uh, this today. And two of them are twins. Deontay and Devontae Armstrong, who played for St. Ed's, have won three straight state championships in the state of Ohio. So which one are you getting with? Are you getting Deontay, the (laughs) offensive tackle, or are you getting with Devontae, the offensive guard? Oh, goodness gracious. I wish you would have asked me, am I getting with the Armstrong brothers, either one of them, or uh, their high school teammate, Ben Roebuck, who was going to Michigan. What an offensive line. That's St. Ed's offensive line. Their smallest offensive lineman was 275 pounds. Like They were like 300 across the the board except for one guy peewee 300 or 275 pound guy okay so um Devonte is ranked just a little bit ahead of Deontay. so i'm give me Devonte over Deontay. I, I can't even they, they're identical twins they look exactly alike obviously they're built the exact same way they're they're they've both of those guys have a high ceiling in my opinion they haven't been playing football that long they grew up they're playing a lot of basketball 
both coming off good years. Give me Devontae over Deontay, I guess, but definitely give me the Armstrong twins over very slow Ben Roebuck. I'm going to go opposite here with you. I think Deontay, who was the offensive tackle, is a little bit better than Devontae, the guard. I think he's a little more athletic. I think he has a little more upside. So I'm going to go Deontay for the my Armstrong brother. Up next, we're going to talk some Bengals, maybe some Blue Jackets. We'll see. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott Demaro. No matter where they're from, what they look like, how much money their families make, or who they or their parents love, every student in Ohio deserves a world-class education that prepares them for the future. We must stand together and stand up for an honest education that empowers students to be strong leaders we need for tomorrow. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Getting a live Christmas tree to plant after the holidays? Well, here are some tips. In the house, keep it away from heat sources that could wake it up out of dormancy. You don't want that. Dig your hole now before the ground freezes. Or if you plan to wait till spring, you need to protect roots from extreme cold with mulch or straw. And move it from the warm house to an unheated area like a garage temporarily to make the transition outside more gentle. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Ohio chapter of the International Society of Arboriculture at treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number four, ohio.org. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. ONN affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. From the Ohio News Network. Do you or any of your family members, neighbors, or friends own a property that you just want to be done with it? If so, call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you to take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. Call 614-470-2000. That's 614-470-2000. Ohio Sports Destination. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Appreciate you guys riding with us. 
this evening. Final segment of the show. I am Dave Biddle, joined by Ryan Baker. Bake, uh... <laughs> The Blue Jackets out there scoring nine goals last night. I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. They've been playing. I mean, they had the game where they were up 5 nothing. Then it came back. It was tied 5 all. We're like, here we go. But they won that one 6-5. to five. And then winning yesterday, 9-4. to four. I'm loving it. Yeah, it was pretty fun last night. You sent me some texts like, game over, let's go. <laughs> and I said, hold on a second. There was a 5-0 game. And you're like, yeah, some of us believe in this team. <laughs> And when when Buffalo scored those two goals to make it 7-4, it took every ounce in my being not to text back to you because <laughs> I was going to be the bigger person in all of this and just hoping then the Jackets scored right away to uh, answer them there. Man, this Russian three yes. of Marchenko, Voronkov, and Chenikov, 21 points in the last seven games for these guys. They have been on fire. It's frustrating with a Jackets fan because of some of the signings, the big money signings, and the expectations that have put on this team by management. Um, but, man, the pieces you can see, these young guys, hopefully they can grow together and people can stay out of their way and just let them grow. Be patient with these guys. Put them in situations, even if they're not ready for them, so they can be ready for them in the next couple years. I think Fantilli is a future captain and a future star in this league. I've always loved Karel Marchenko. He's like a dog on a bone with that puck because he <laughs> wants to score. He's not like Patrick Laine. You can tell Marchenko wants to score all the time. Those Russians are having fun. And uh, this is, it's going to be a frustrating team to watch, but this is going to be a fun team to watch the rest of the way. Yeah, and you mentioned Fantilli. I love it. I mean, you know, not that he's putting up crazy stats, but for a 19-year-old rookie, nine goals, 10 assists and just the way he looks out there. I mean, number three pick. I know people were bummed that the Blue Jackets didn't get the number one pick, didn't get Connor Bedard. Let me ask you, Ryan, though, is is Adam Fantilli, is Fantilli clearly the second best rookie in the NHL behind Bedard? I think he is. I mean, you could make some arguments that Luke Hughes, the defenseman for New Jersey, is, but he was drafted in last year's class. Obviously, his brother Jack and his brother Quinn are uh, both great all-star caliber NHL level as well. Leo Carlson, the other one, you know, he's playing in uh, Anaheim. In Anaheim, that was the pick. They took him number two. Kind of shocking a lot of people. Thank you. Um, Leo Carlson's good. I don't know if he's as good as Fantilli. They're also sheltering him a lot. They're not playing him every game and whatnot. I mean, man, if you're Jackets fan, Fantilli falling into your lap. Uh, that was that was that was really good. They're really great. You know, if you couldn't get Bedard, that's the guy you wanted, and they got him. Feels like a lot of years. Fantilli could have been the number one overall pick for sure. You know what's funny too, Dave? After last night, the Jackets are second in the league in five on five goals. I think Vancouver's number one with eighty five. The Jackets have seventy nine. They're second in the league. So the offense we've been getting from this team is definitely not the problem. Let's keep it going. Just make this season interesting. We need the young guys to just progress. You know, not just Fantilli, but like Kent Johnson, all the young guys, have them get better, make things interesting. Then maybe next year they can make a playoff run. We shall see. Real quick with the Bengals. First of all, I love these Saturday games in the NFL. Bengals with another Saturday game at the Steelers, 430 on Saturday. Mason (laughs) Bengals favored at the Steelers. It's just when I see that, I'm like, that can't be right. But like, I mean... 
You got, you got the Jake Browning versus Ma- uh, Mason Rudolph. I don't know, man. I'll probably stay away from this. What are your thoughts on the uh, betting situation with the Bengals being favored by two? I mean, I never like betting against the Steelers, but I don't know how the Steelers do this, especially if Jake Browning can keep being the Jake Browning we've seen the past couple weeks. It's been crazy. Now, Jamar Chase is banged up. We'll see DJ Readers out for the year. So Bengals are hurting a little bit. That is our show for this evening. Thank you very much for joining us. For Ryan Baker, I am Dave Biddle. This has been On The Money. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Major emphasis for all three sides of the ball. Anybody who touches that rock to do everything in their power uh, to gain yards while maintaining ball security and getting the ball in defense and special teams. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. Your chance to get an in-depth preview of the week ahead in Berea. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. December 20th, and you know what that means in Northeast Ohio. The snowflakes start to pile up, but so in 2023 are the winds as the Browns return to Cleveland Browns Stadium on Sunday. Got win number nine of the season, and we get ready for them to head to Houston for a prime matchup against one of the surprise teams in all the AFC, the Houston Texans. We look over the win, and we preview the Week 16 matchup on the Cleveland Browns Preview Show, presented by Cardinal Credit Union. Good evening, friends. Ken Carmen alongside of Gerard Cherry. Gerard, evening, friend. Good evening, Kenneth. Are we ready for four downs? I think we are. Off we go. Four downs. First down. Outstanding Meredith Kane. Outstanding number one. The Browns now 9-5. and five. Gerard Cherry this season after a 20-17 to 17 come from behind win over the Chicago Bears. A crazy day on the lakefront. What were you seeing on the sidelines, buddy? <laughs> what I saw on the sideline was pretty abysmal, if I'm going to be frank with you, early on. And I was saying to myself, if we win this football game, what act of God is going to take place in order for it to take to occur and it was a rough outing but for some reason this football team found a way to dig deep within itself to make a comeback and to ultimately win a football game that was extremely sloppy a lot of turnovers and just miscues left and right but at the end of the day when they needed most to make a play they found a way as a collective ken so proud of that type of effort because some sundays and mondays and thursdays and occasionally saturdays you just don't have it but to their credit they found a way to get it done. 
Gerard Cherry as subtle as a punch in the face talking about that first half. I tell you what, the defense, I thought that they, as the kids are saying now, they stood on business. Uh, you know, you had, the pick off, you had the pick off by Eddie Jackson. They got it down within the one. I'm going, hey, man, like, that's tough. What are you going to do? And then you had the other pick six that happened right at the beginning of the second half. And honestly, Gerard, you know, I was leaving the stadium. I had to get, because we were in a work capacity. I wanted to get back to my office, watch the rest of the game. And on my way back, I kind of thought, I'm like, well, you know, not every day is going to be your day. And, you know, Joel Batonio went down in this one. Sometimes, sometimes injuries add up. And then Joe Flacco, the veteran magic in the second half, as well as that defense just continuing to pitch three and out after three and out after three and out. And Justin Fields, boy, he wasn't helped by his receivers. I thought he did a pretty decent job on Sunday, considering he was under duress. He was able to spin out of a couple of plays. But you had Robert Tanyan who dropped the pass. You had the Darnell Mooney Ole block on Cam Mitchell that ended up tripping up Justin Fields. Where I was listening to the broadcast, it seemed Jim was surprised that Justin Fields wasn't able to get a first down because it looked like it was green grass and high tides forever. And Cam Mitchell, the rookie, sneaks in there, trips him up, and upon further review, you see Darnell Mooney doing the whole little excuse me play on that. The Browns, <laughs> you know, you hate to say it because it sounds like a cliche. Oh, they just wanted it more. Seemed like they wanted it more down the stretch, buddy. It seemed that way, and to the Bears' credit, they did put up a fight. And one of the rare scenes that you'll see in a football game is when Pretty much both teams in their entirety, coaching staff as well, are on the football field going over what a heck of a football game that was. And at the end of the day, the Bears respect the Browns, and I'm sure the Browns respect the Bears because they gave them one heck of a fight. But I will say this for the Browns. You were in a situation going into that game that you knew from a mathematical standpoint there were going to be no changes in your status as the fifth seed in the AFC playoff race. So that right there can totally be a situation where you say, you know what, just maybe I'm going to take this week in off. And some people will do that. And it looked early on like that was the mentality of the football team. But to their credit, they've shown you what they've shown us all year long, that they will put up a fight to the end. And I mean the bitter end. And it came down, as we said, to the end of that game in which, yeah, to Phil's credit, he threw two touchdown passes, Ken, that were dropped by his receivers. And the one on the final play of the game. Time for second down, my friend. Sounded very good. Second down. All right, Joe Flacco, I was holding off. I wanted to talk about the magic, and it was magical. I mean, a Disney game. Unbelievable in the fourth quarter. 200 yards passing, over 200 yards passing in the fourth quarter. Marquise Goodwin, a 57-yard bomb. David Njoku, 10 catches over 100 yards in this football game. Gerard, the Browns come back, and I know that first half. Ooh, but that is the magic of a veteran Formerly franchise quarterback, I know people always argue whether or not he was elite, but that's a formerly franchise quarterback there where, you know what, that's what they do. They put away those those bad plays, and they look forward, and they're going to give you a chance to win at the end, and he did. Well, I can tell you this much. The throw to Goodwin, the throw to Cooper, heck, the back of the end zone throw to Njoku. Yeah. If that's not elite arm talent, then I don't know what is. Because Joe is. Flacco in that fourth quarter with those 211 yards of passing, Set a record for fourth quarter passes for the Cleveland Brown quarterback. And just the way in which, Ken, most people after three INTs don't recover from that. They go into a hole. They bury themselves. And they come out the next week saying, oh, I could hopefully do better. He didn't do those things. It was as if it did not occur. And that's how you have to play. And that's why I so appreciate his experience, his leadership, and his savvy, and his ability just to block all that stuff out. Because normally if that's an inexperienced player, they're not recovering from that kid. But to his credit, 
He took it to an elite level in that fourth quarter. How many guys are putting up 200 yards in the fourth quarter? And what did he do on a cold winter day, even though it was still officially fall? What did he do? He opened up our vertical passing attack. Goodwin has been waiting all season for a play like that. And I'm here to tell you, I saw it up close and personal, and it was extremely in-stride, beautiful pass. It was. It was a great pass. In, second, in the second half, especially in that fourth quarter, just a, an outstanding effort from Joe Flacco. You know, some people going, well, you know, and hey, I, I might have been one of them sitting there going, well, you know, there might have been a reason he was available. Yeah, some days Why do we say good. that? Some days not going to be great. Why? Why do we say that? Why do we say that? Like within three weeks, the man has the man not proven within the first week of the Rams game that he should have been in the NFL for the whole entire season. Well, yeah, I, but uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, and I, and you're not the only one, Ken. And I'm not attacking you by any stretch of the imagination. Attack, attack. But it, it it fascinates me when I hear people say that. Well, he's sitting on the couch for a reason. There are dudes right now sitting on the couch who could start in the NFL. But the simple fact of the matter is they're not getting the opportunity. How did it take him so long to get that opportunity from the Browns? Because, I mean, in the second half, again, it's just like, all right, this guy's a veteran. He's going to be able to hold serve. And, I, I mean, I could probably name six teams off the top of my head that could use Joe Flacco right now. How does that happen? Because, again, dog, we have this mysticism and this idea that everybody in the in the world of the NFL is operating at the highest levels of their celebrarium, me and their brain. And it's not the case. There's some people, all due respect, who misjudge people and make decisions based upon, well, he's not supposed to last this long. Well, I didn't like him for this reason. Or last team didn't give him reason. Not knowing truly the full story of what's going on. Or willing to explore other options, but want to follow the crowd. There's a lot of following of the crowd in the National Football League. And you want to be the one that breaks against the norm. Because last time I checked, who are the ones winning? The ones who aren't following the crowd. I don't want to overuse the phrase, but there might be a little bit of sunk cost fallacy. I mean, these are proud men in the NFL. And they are... they. They want to be proven that they're right. They want to be proven that they're a right to the very to end. There's, detriment. That, there's that intuition, yeah, and there might be a little bit of a detriment there. But, I, I mean, I'll take Joe Flacco. I mean, yeah. he's been fantastic with this football team. Time for third down, friendos. Third down. Previewing the Houston Texans coming up. This is a surprise football team. They are 8-6. and C.J. Stroud has been fantastic for them this year. But as of Wednesday night, he is still in concussion protocol. We might see our old buddy Case Keenum. Where his overall record as a starter, not too terribly great, but not so fast, my friend. <laughs> he is 3-0 and over the last couple of years as a starting quarterback. This is a good football team with a good head coach, and D'Amico Rides might be a coach of the year candidate, might be the coach of the year if he's able to get this football team in the playoffs. And Gerard, the history of the Browns in Houston, when <laughs> they were against the Oilers, I don't think it was too terribly bad. But for some odd reason, the Cleveland Browns against the Houston Texans at NRG Stadium even in the wins, they're clunkers. It's yeah. a little bit difficult for whatever reason for this team to play in Houston. you got to be on point for this one, buddy. Right, no doubt about it. And obviously, last year was a special circumstance, to say the least, in regards to what took place in that football game. And we found a way to get the job done. But for, the, for all the things that you just said, I wholeheartedly agree. Ryan's is doing an incredible job as a head coach. Stroud has been tremendous. Heck, at one point he was in the conversation until he got injured as player of the year, let alone rookie of the year, with his prowess passing the football with that vertical passing game that they do so effectively down in Houston. But but here's the thing about the Texans that's so impressive, Ken, is that even in their losses when you watch them, they play a physical brand of football in which they do not give up. They play from the start of the game to the end of the game, and that is extremely impressive, and that's 
why Ryan's is in the conversation because I was of the mindset, Ken, that they were going to be right at the top again for a draft pick. Simply put, because I didn't think they're going to win more than three games, and they're on the cusp of making the playoffs if they keep doing what they're doing. Even with C.J. Stroud, they lose Tank Dell. It's a huge loss for them. 709 yards he's had so far this year and seven touchdowns. So the Browns' secondary, they have been tested yes. all year long just because of the injuries, the attrition. You get Delonzo Ward back, but you lose Grant Delpit. You lose Juan Thornhill. And DeAnthony Bell, very nice game on Sunday. Ronnie Hickman. Very nice game on Sunday. Cam Mitchell, MJ Emerson doing the very best they can. So now, all right, a piece taken away from the Houston Texans. You don't like to see guys get injured. But not a breather, but it's like, all right, now it makes it a little bit easier to cover on things. You got maybe C.J. Stroud, maybe Case Keenum, and then you'll probably have a wide receiver core that it's not the same that it's been, a a weapon core that's not the same as as it's been. So there's a little bit more... I mean, optimism. I, I think the Browns come into this one plenty optimistic at 9-5, and five, but it might make the job a little bit easier in the secondary. Well, Deco Collins is a beast, and he's over 1,000 yards in the season for receiving, and he's a big target, and he's been tremendous for them in the vertical passing game. And if you look at what they want to do, now I don't know if they pull this off with Case Keenum, but I know with Stroud out there that they're throwing it vertically, and they're stretching the field, and they're attacking. But what are we? We're one of the best. We are the best team when it comes to playing the pass in the National Football League. And we have a big body DB and Emerson that could match up with Collins as need be. And Denzel Ward can cover anything and everybody. So that certainly helps our cause. And Greg Newsom has been playing phenomenally well also. And give some props to Mitchell because he's done a good job. And also the other guys that are coming. So from a secondary standpoint, we match up extremely well against this Texas team because one of their strengths is their vertical passing game. Now the question becomes, Ken, how limited will it be with Stroud potentially not being able to go and Keenum being the guy that's going to throw the football. Well, how has D'Amico Ryan's been able to turn this team around so quickly? It's just one of those things, Ken, when you get the right parts and pieces, when you connect with your quarterback first and foremost, and then you buy, get guys to buy into the idea that they're hungry and they got something to prove. And you make, you could make the argument, because we're all of the opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you disagree or dissent, that the AFC South was going to be the weakest division in the AFC. Yeah, and turns out they have three teams that are pursuing playoff potential, just like they are in the AFC North with us. So I think having that moniker being attached to them as okay, you guys suck, you're going to be sorry, horrible. Ryan's was able to buy into that and feed into that and get guys to say, you know what, well, that's not us. We're more than that. We're not going to have the same culture that we had last year. And it's a beautiful thing because normally speaking, as abysmal as they were last year. You don't see this fast of a turnaround. So that tells you that Ryan's is the real deal when it comes to coaching. And obviously, Stroud's been playing out of his mind. And you got a bunch of guys on that roster who are not just happy with being in the National Football League, but actually want to win games. So that's how you turn it around. I would would think as well. I mean, he's 39 years old, so he's not the oldest dog out there. And he's also a guy who played the game and has been in NFL locker rooms before. And I think that he gets what makes NFL players Mm -hmm. tick. You know, I, I look at Kyle Shanahan, I look at, at Sean McVay. These are guys who grew up in NFL locker rooms. Sean McVay because of his grandfather. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan, we know the lineage there. They know what's real and what's not with NFL football players. And I think that there's a lot of guys who get caught up in the wash of, all right, second and six, what are we going to be doing on third and three? What are we going to be doing here? And instead of managing football games and, and relating to players, it just becomes that level. And, hey, you can do that. You can be cerebral and do that. But you have to have the right staff with you to be able to do that. And I think D'Amico Ryans 
is able to get that out of his players because, hey, I, I, I think C.J. Stroud's done a fantastic job this year. I thought he should have been the number one overall quarterback. Agree. You yeah. agreed with that. We talked about that during the draft, Gerard, back in April. He's done a terrific job here. But it can't just be C.J. Stroud. There had to be some gold in them there, Hills. And you're seeing, hey, 8-6, and six, Houston was not necessarily on the mat the way people thought they were coming into the season. Right, and we have... A guy on our roster from Houston, he's been nothing but a great contributor for us. So we understand. I'm talking about double O and that what he's represented. So he was a guy that was making plays for them, and he came from there. And normally we say, well, you get a guy from a losing culture. Is he going to bring that losing culture to our squad? No, he didn't do that. So obviously something took place last year with that roster and the coaching that just simply put didn't work. And we understand why because you had guys who were pretty much – in a waiting period to say, okay, are they going to fire me or are they going to keep me? Time for fourth down, big boss man. Fourth, fourth down. down. This is three games in 12 days. All these players on the IR, Jerron, fighting these injuries like crazy. Yeah, that early bye week in week five, and now the NFL thanks Woo. us and, and helps us out even more by three games in 12 days. You got the Christmas holiday, a short week between games. Boy, you better be prepared. This coming week, or you can lose sight of things very quickly, Gerard. Yeah, you certainly can. And first and foremost, that's the NFL's way of telling you they don't think you're any good. Whenever they give you an early buy, that is the, that is the tale well, of all tales. You said that last week, and I, it bothers me. It still bothers me. I ain't it's, saying you're lying. It's the truth. I'm just saying you're bothering me. That's yeah. all. Yeah, we don't respect you. We don't think you're going to have any consequence. So here, you get your buy out the week early because Lord knows, come late December or mid-December, you will not be in a conversation. Obviously, that's not the case. And on top of that, we're going to throw three three games in 12 days in that time period for you as well. But I love what the Browns are doing for us, how you attack, attack this situation. You don't overexhaust your guys physically because guys generally are getting hurt at this time of the season because they're fatigued physically. Not because they're mentally burnt out, because they're physically burnt out. Now, the mental part can kick itself in at some point. But what you do is exactly what the team decided to do today. You do a walkthrough. You take the physical taxing off of the body and make it more about mental preparation. Because ultimately at this point, it's about that. You're in football shape. That's not going to leave you. It's about now resting up, getting your body acclimated, and to a place to where you're not walking on a football field Sunday tired. That's, tr- that's trust, too. Yeah. You got to trust your you got to trust your leaders. You got to trust each other to be able to do something like that. So, and, and it's proven. I mean, they, he's it's paid off so far this year. I think the the culture in the locker room is probably the best we've seen in twelve years. Uh, you know, being the flagships uh, of the Cleveland Browns in eleven years, you and I are yes. you know it's definitely the best we've seen. Team. Yeah, it's the best inside locker room uh, culture that we've seen in, in in all that time. So a lot of trust goes into that. Yeah, the Browns did not practice today. There was a walkthrough. Uh, everything was when it comes to the injuries. Everything was kind of estimated by that, which is fine. And. And off the Browns get ready to take on the Houston Texans coming up on Sunday. Folks, be part of the most passionate fan base in all the NFL. Join Next Gen STM, presented by Ticketmaster, the official waitlist of your Cleveland Browns. Being a Next Gen STM is the best chance to become a season ticket member in future seasons. Visit ClevelandBrowns.com slash waitlist to reserve your spot today. Who's the MVP? Well, we'll answer that coming up when we go around the league in a little bit. Also, we'll welcome in Andrew Siciliano, who will be filling in on the play-by-play duties down in Houston. Houston, but coming up next, I'll go one-on-one with Browns tight end David Njoku. A touchdown, 10 catches, and over 100 yards on Sunday. What was the secret? I'll ask him. Coming up next on the Cleveland Browns Preview Show, presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. From the east side to the west side, 
from the muni lot to the dog pound. We rally around the Browns no matter what. At Elk and Elk, no matter how tough things get, we fight for every client every day. And if you've been injured, the best fans in the world deserve award-winning attorneys to get them the compensation they need. Elk and Elk is proud to stand with you at every game and every trial. Elk and Elk, proud partner of the Cleveland Browns. From first words to sore throats, from soccer practice to a sprained wrist, University Hospital's Rainbow Babies and Children's is here for you and your family. From their first days to yearly checkups or even life-changing procedures, nationally recognized health care has a home in your neighborhood. Here for your child's first steps and every step after. We're University Hospital's Rainbow Babies and Children's, and we're here for you. Learn more at uhrainbow.org. Times have changed here at Cardinal Credit Union because now anyone can join. When you open an account, you instantly have access to all the products and services we offer, regardless of where you live or work. The myth of having to belong to a specific group to bank with Cardinal has changed. We call it instant membership. Open an account today and enjoy the most competitive rates on savings and lending products. Visit our branches or join online at cardinalcu.com. People helping people. Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. Want to win two VIP front row tickets to the next Browns home game? Then Bally on Browns fans. Just download the all-new BallyBet Sportsbook app and register by the end of Monday night's game and you'll be automatically entered for your chance to win two VIP front row tickets to the next Browns home game. It's that simple. BallyBet, an official sports betting partner of the Cleveland Browns. Must be 21 plus, Ohio residents only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Cleveland, we believe in working hard and football. That's why Cross Country Mortgage is the official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns. That's two teams dedicated to getting it done and bringing home wins for the land. From buy to refi, let Cross Country Mortgage help you score the best loan. Go get one done. One, three, one, two, three. Reach out today at CCM.com. Equal housing opportunity. All loans subject to underwriting approval. Cross Country Mortgage, LLC. NMLS 3029 iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. It's your last chance to trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium and iPad and Apple Watch SE all on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Act now. Visit Verizon.com. iPhone requires Unlimited Ultimate plan first. Service plan required for iPad and Apple Watch. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line required first. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit. Up to $459.99 device payment purchase with new line on eligible plan required per Apple Watch or iPad. Less up to $459.99 promo credit per device applied. 0% APR. Additional terms and conditions apply. In sports, success is about team effort, and the same is true for your hair. At Gray Clips, we save your haircut details and clip notes, so every member of the highly skilled team knows exactly how to create your signature look. And with our easy-to-use app, you can check in from anywhere and get a ready-next text when you're up next for a cut. It's the confidence of a great haircut delivered by a team you trust. Download our app today. Gray Clips, it's going to be great. At KeyBank, we know a small moment like, Whoa, my kid's got a serious backhand. Can lead to an even bigger question like, Tennis camp is how much? And that's the type of moment where we'll meet you to help you build a savings plan for expenses big and small so your money can make money. Mike, how's that sound? Sounds like match point. Sounds like love. We could serve up tennis puns all day. For every financial need, we'll meet you in the moment. KeyBank opens doors. KeyBank member FDIC.
This is Browns defensive end Miles Garrett. This is Greg Newsom II, and you are listening to the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. University Hospitals is your hometown medical team, an official health care provider of the Cleveland Browns. Back at Bria, Ken Carmen alongside of Gerard Cherry. The Cleveland Browns preview show as the Browns get set to take on the Houston Texans. And to preview it, we welcome in David Njoku. David, how you doing? Fantastic. How are you doing? Doing well. Ten catches, 104 yards on Sunday at a touchdown. Can you take us through the touchdown catch? Uh, yeah, I mean, long story short, Joe Flacco threw a beautiful ball, you know, with a great touch, just where it needed to be, and I came down with the ball. There was some arguments online about whether or not it was a touchdown. Uh, I don't know why people decide to argue about everything, about where your foot came down. Did you see any of that? I saw a touchdown, baby. <laughs> That's all I saw. That's what I was hoping you'd answer with. You have become such a weapon for this offense throughout, I mean, four different quarterbacks. Do you think that you're kind of getting a chance to showcase just how great you are in this league? I mean, I appreciate the, um, the comments, but it's not really just about me. You know what I mean? I have to give credit to everybody and the offense, even the defense, because we really feed off each other's energy. You know what I mean? Um, we're just... Cl- clicking right now obviously the game wasn't perfect last Sunday but we were able to come down with the win you know correct our mistakes this week and get back to work for this game this upcoming Sunday how many times have you played in Houston now do you remember I don't remember maybe a couple one or two what's the toughest place to play at on the road it's all the same to me Really? How's that? What? Most guys have an answer. Playing in KC was really fun, though. The fans there are really passionate, so I like to see that. Fun, you said. Mm-hmm. Nothing's, like, tough. Man, this is... <laughs> we we knew what we si- signed up for when we uh, decided to play in the NFL, you know? And fans are very passionate around the country, so that, that, that's what we, we look forward to. Today's National Letter of Intent Day across college. You went to Miami. Are you paying attention to anything the Canes have been doing recently? Um, I haven't seen much. You know, I've been pretty locked in uh, up here. So not even in terms of recruiting, obviously. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, what I'm talking about um, no. just in general. Mm-mm. I hope we're doing smart, great things. NIL. What would David Ajoku have got in the day of NIL? Boy, what a smile! I guess we'll never know, huh? <laughs> um, can you take us through the new charity work you're doing? I have to talk to you about that. I mean, it's it's pretty remarkable what you've been through this year, what you've done with this team. Can you tell me about the, just the charity work you're up to now? Yeah. Um, so since the burn, uh, we decided to make clothings, you know, hoodies, shirts, and everything, and it's actually doing pretty good, so a percentage of that goes to the uh, American Burn Association, you know, just to help with them, and uh, it also really helped people really come out of their shell in terms of, like, you know, people that had been burnt and aren't happy with how they look now. Uh, I guess my initial pictures of coming out and showing the burns gave, gave them the courage to show their burns as well, you know, and that's really what it's all about, you know, helping people in life you know, reach their full potential and, you know, break out that, that shell. You've been here how long now? Seven years? This is my seventh, yeah. I've been here a dozen. I host a show in the morning. Well, I said the reason I bring this up is to go, ever since you played after that, I was like, listen, you can't say anything more. There will be no criticism on this show by any caller of David Njoku whoever. I mean, how difficult was that to play through that? It was a beautiful experience, honestly. And that that's the thing. Most experiences that uh, have pain involved are usually... A beautiful experience if you really look at it at the right perspective you know it taught me number one more gratitude it taught me uh that the, the brain is the strongest thing in the human body and the body will follow the brain and uh you know um i literally felt everything every sweat follicle every 
catch, every block, every tackle that, that I was every time I got tackled, it was it was it was like a real life modern day gladiator, like like a war zone mentality. It wasn't just football for me at, at that moment, and um, it, it made me appreciate the game more, and definitely be grateful in life for everything that I have and beautiful things that I I, I don't have because life is a beautiful thing. David Njoku joining us on the show. That was so well said. Um, for you, I mean, seven years, you've gotten another contract. Is, is it all just about a ring now? Hell yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I told myself since I was, I was a li- little kid that, number one, I wanted to play in the NFL, and two, I, I wanted to win a Super Bowl. So, yeah, this, this is what it's all about, man. Are you still going to go? I mean, the weather's going to turn here. Now you're fit. Well, ever since the Saints game, I guess you're never going to have a shirt on in pregame again, are you? I will see, you know. You never know. I mean, what was it like being out there in that cold of that shirt? You had to want a shirt on at some point. You know, honestly, um, the pregame when I wasn't wearing a shirt was probably like the most comfortable I felt. But when, when the game started and things was like we were out there for good, that was when it was the most tough. So I don't think the pregame where I was sure this really did anything, but it was more so like the game and how it went and how long it, it felt like it was forever. You know what I mean? It was really, really cold. And no matter how warm you got in the sideline, the second you walk out to the field, you're ice cold again, you know? So, Is that like therapeutic to you in a way, at least in the pregame? Pregame, yes. It was nice. It wasn't that bad. But when that game started, it was pretty bad. David, thank you so much, and enjoy the rest of the season, and good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. David Njoku in the Player Spotlight. When we come back, Gerard and I will take you around the league. You're listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show, presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Your car needs a new battery. That'll be $19,000. Yeah, I'm going to get a second opinion. You wouldn't accept that quote, so why accept this one from that other company? $19,000 for a new sewer line. I'm going to call the Waterworks instead. Facing an expensive sewer repair? If another company's quote is way more than expected, call the Waterworks for a second opinion. We have the most experienced drain techs in central Ohio. Call 614-232-2222. A new Subaru is the car for those who want adventure, comfort, and safety all in one vehicle. It's perfect for your daily commute or a weekend getaway. And whether you need something new or something serviced, you can always trust the hometown team at Buyer Subaru Dublin. Stop by and ask about our military and first responder savings. Visit us under the windmill in Dublin at 270 and Sawmill or shop online at BuyersSubaruDublin.com. Come see why it's better to buy from buyers. Joe Valentine here for TNT Equipment. And no matter the height or the task, TNT has the scaffold solutions for you. For heavy-duty or high-speed needs, TNT Equipment has a vast array of mass climbing scaffold to increase production and enhance safety. Our qualified staff can install all of your scaffold, access way, and trash chute needs. Call TNT Equipment today at 614-882-1549 or check out our website at tntequip.com to see how we can make it happen for you. Lying there longingly, hopeful. Perhaps this is the night he tries. You, before the bathroom mirror, bearish Betty hanging over the worn elastic of your briefs. If only there were a way to help you muster the fire, the attention span. Alas, there is a place, nay, an oasis plentiful with wands and rings, potions and elixirs to restore your vitality, your passion. Lion's Den, the official oasis of pleasure, passion, and romance. 
There's no gift that's more beautiful, more versatile, and more meaningful than a beautiful piece of jewelry. And there's no better place to shop than Diamonds Direct, where making memorable moments is our specialty. Last-minute shopper? Relax. This holiday season, we've put together our most impressive selection of can't-miss gifts you can get today. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands for every taste and every price range. And don't miss our amazing collection of Swiss timepieces, including pre-owned Rolex watches you can't find anywhere else. Need more inspiration? Inspiration? Check out our online gift guide and even chat with a virtual assistant at DiamondsDirect.com. Ask about flexible financing options as well. Connect with Diamonds Direct and let us help you choose that perfect headliner gift at the absolute best value price. Get all the details, special showroom hours, and lots of ideas now at DiamondsDirect.com. On Polaris Parkway in front of Polaris Fashion Place. Proud to call the Buckeye City home. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. Let Tide Cleaners take care of your laundry and dry cleaning needs this holiday season. Enjoy $10 off, $40 or more all month long with the code BROWNS10. That's BROWNS10. BROWNS10. Exclusions apply. Visit locally owned and operated Tide Cleaners in the greater Cleveland area to make the most of your holidays. Gerard, let's go around the league. First things first, who's the best team in the AFC South right now with three games to play? Is it Jacksonville? Is it Houston or is it Indianapolis? If you could somehow give me an argument for the Titans, go right on ahead, but it's left out. I love Mike Vrabel, but I can't stretch it too far. But I'm going to have to say Duval is Jacksonville. They still have the best quarterback, especially with Stroud being down right now due to concussions more than likely in their division. And on top of that, they just seem to be a more complete team. Though they're self-destructing with a two-game losing streak right now, they're in the midst of trying to get off that snide. But right now, I'd still say Jacksonville. They got them injuries, man. They they, they got them injuries. Well, of course, everybody has injuries. So right. what can we? Yeah, we can't really say much on on their injuries or or, or cry them a river for that. Um, boy, I really like Houston and I really like Indianapolis. I, I got to stick with the facts, so I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars for all the reasons you said. If the NFL MVP goes to a 49er, who should it go to? Brock Purdy or Christian McCaffrey? Ah, it's simple. It's Brock Purdy. I know everybody wants to anoint Christian McCaffrey, and Ken, I'm not hating on him because he went to Stafford. McCaffrey's been balling, and I love what he represents and how he plays the game of football. But at the end of the day, Purdy has been there the entire season so far, and barring no injury, and he's playing at an extremely high level. Now, granted, his receivers and his running backs certainly helped the cause from a statistical standpoint, yeah. but we saw it up close and personal. He put them in a position to win the football game against us. The kicker decided not to make that kick. or Well, not decided, but could not make that kick, yeah. to, be, to be fair. Boy, that'd be crazy if he decided it, though. I'd like no <laughs> <Wouldn't> reasoning. <laughs> like, hey, man, I, you know what? Get a browse break. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna take Brock Purdy, uh, quarterback. Quarterback straw—they're uh, the straw that stirs the drink, you know. And uh, I'm gonna take Brock Purdy for a multitude of reasons. There, it just—I tell you what, though. If, if, like I was asked this morning, if I were to draft players from the 49ers, like right off the tippy top, who would I take? And I think Brock Purdy was like—he was like fifth. 
Yes, because he's not. He's, he's because he's still dealing with the Mister Irrelevant moniker. And, no, and you know, hey, Ken, Roddy played, played at Iowa State. I saw I'm, him and saw him live. You know uh, that. True. You. Yeah. So, I mean, you really got love and affinity for him. So I feel yeah. that. But but I'm here to tell you, I witnessed Tom Brady go through something similar. Ah, uh, he ain't got it. It's just a one year deal. He'll be a bust. It's true. Well, I'll tell you what, though. I I don't see. This is my problem. Like, there's guys like C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud's great. Yeah, he is. I, 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 I told you in the first segment, man, like, D'Amico Ryans is not a magician. He's a, he's a good football coach, obviously. But these guys, you gotta get the, you got to get the very best of them. And if they're just a bunch of guys who, if they're just dudes, or excuse me, if they're just guys and you ain't got no dudes, you ain't going to the playoffs. you got to have right. dudes. you got to have dudes. But I also look at a team like San Francisco and New England when you were there. There's nothing wrong with a village raising the franchise quarterback. Right. You know what I mean by that? Like, mm-hmm. it could be a time where, okay, yeah, Brock Purdy's taken care of better than a lot of quarterbacks in the league when they first start out. Right. But who's to say that, okay, when things catch up with them, he won't be better off? You know, if, if you got a good – if you go to a good school, you got everything going, if you end up being a failure, people go after you for something like that. And it's a great story. If you don't have those things, you end up overcoming it and being something great. But a lot of folks, they do that just to try to make sure that they go get a secure footing and they can go accomplish great things. So in the NFL standard, San Francisco, yeah, you got a lot of talent around you, and you should be able to take advantage of the talent around you because we saw a situation there where their quarterback that they drafted out of North Dakota State, who all of a sudden his name mm. is escaping me, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, They right. took Trey Lance, and Trey Lance, and they talking a system quarterback. They took that guy third and traded up for him. He's not part of the system. Right, because he, he could, couldn't do it. He couldn't work within the system, and give Purdy credit. He figured out how to work within it, and I know people are going to say, well, he's a system quarterback. I watched a guy win three Super Bowls, and he excelled past that as the season went on. But early on, he was a system quarterback. He didn't do nothing special. He just made sure you make no mistakes and turn the football over and went where the play dictated. He had no problem with five-yard checkdowns. And that's the thing I don't get about people who don't understand it. Sometimes it's better just to take the candy that they're giving it to you. If they're offering it, take it. In the football world, so I get why people are not up on Purdy because it's not sexy, and he's not making throws like Stroud because Stroud, as you brought him up earlier, I mean the arm talent is there, Ken. I mean he makes some passes that are out yep. of this world, and yep. I mean Purdy does some things, but you don't see him do what Stroud's doing. But give him time, we'll see. But right now, based on his production and what I've seen in between the two, to answer the question once again, I'm going with Purdy because I think if he goes out, they're not winning. But what happens, that's your key to the question right there. If who's missing, or who's going to win? If McCaffrey goes out of the 49ers, they're going to win football games? I'm going to say yes. If Purdy goes out, we already know the answer is no. Antonio Brown, Chase Claypool, Martavis Bryant, and now it appears George Pickens. Why have the Steelers had such trouble drafting wide receivers recently? I might need to throw Deontay Johnson in there, too. But go ahead. <sighs> that's, 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 that's interesting we phrase it that way because – Antonio didn't start out that way. I mean, coming out of Central Michigan, he was humble. <laughs> and then he got money, and he he became who he is. And Pickens, we knew that going into it, that he had some issues coming out of college. So that was no surprise. And what we find, and I know this from personal experience, that when you're on a losing football team, it can bring out the worst in you from a self-centered standpoint. And it's about me and protecting oneself and not making it about putting yourself in the way of harm's way like he said he refused to do to make a block because simply putting his mind, the season's over with anyway. That's not the uh, what they call it, the standard that the Pittsburgh Steelers are accustomed to. But I'm not surprised by this because for some reason, 
every year, year out, and I think Antonio started because you just named some really good receivers who eventually had to leave there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know because I respect the heck out of Mike Tomlin, but there is some type of disconnect if you can name that many players, Ken, in which they, you say to yourself, why are these talented guys having issues thriving in a place that seems to have stability? That doesn't seem to have stability, but it's known for their stability. Well, you remember this. I mean, Joey Porter Jr. is pretty good for them, but they've had trouble drafting defensive backs. Right. Now, they've got some dogs as linebackers in the past, let's be honest, and defensive linemen as well. Obviously, you know, with tight ends, they've done yeah. pretty well here over the last couple of years. Even Jesse James was pretty good for them there. But, boy, they, they've had some goofballs in terms of wide receivers here over the last decade plus. You were right about Antonio Brown. Chase Claypool, I thought he was going to be a problem his rookie right. year. But I'm he, like, man, this guy. Right. Cool. He was a and problem, then, but then it got to his head. And blew up. It blew right. up. I, I, I wish I could explain it. I can't. Bigger mistake this season. Jets not going out and getting a competent quarterback when Aaron Rodgers went down in week one, or the Falcons never going out in the offseason to get a competent quarterback to lead that team. This is the hardest question that Jason – Pose for us, compose for us, Ken, mm. because I can make an argument in this regard. You know your offensive line sucks, so who cares what quarterback you bring in? It has nothing to do with the quarterback position. You have no blocking capability, so you're not going to succeed. And you could bring Flacco or Brady there. And then, as far as Ritter's concerned, you got to take a look at your second round draft pick. That's a that's a asset you spent a lot of money on and capital draft capital on. So, if push the shove, I'm going to say the. I'm going to say the Jets, but I really wholeheartedly don't believe it. You know, I used this term earlier, the whole like sunk cost fallacy. You said a lot of general managers, they will continue to push and push and push and push. You know why? Zach Wilson's still on that football team. right? And they told everybody, I mean, from the word go, they were drafting second, and they were taking Zach Wilson. He was going to be their version of Patrick Mahomes, and they thought they would just speak it into existence. And here they are. For the, for the Falcons, I can't explain what the Falcons are doing. I, right. I have no idea about that. I mean, they're, they're built like a team in 1987. Um, <laughs> hey, my I man said he's going to run the ball. I don't care is, what you say. <laughs> it is a very interesting scenario there with the Atlanta Falcons, but you lose like that on the road in front of about 5,000 people in Carolina, you are in trouble uh, after Carolina. something like that. And we are in trouble with Jason Gibbs if we don't get out of here and bring in Andrew Siciliano, who will join us next on the Cleveland Browns Preview Show presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. In Cleveland, we believe in working hard and football. <laughs> That's why Cross Country Mortgage is the official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns. That's two teams dedicated to getting it done and bringing home wins for the land. From buy to refi, let Cross Country Mortgage help you score the best loan. Go get one done. One, two, three, one, two, three. Reach out today at CCM.com. Equal housing opportunity. All loans subject to underwriting approval. Cross Country Mortgage, LLC. NMLS 3029 iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. It's your last chance to trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium and iPad and Apple Watch SE all on us with Unlimited Ultimate. Act now. Visit Verizon.com. iPhone requires Unlimited Ultimate plan first. Service plan required for iPad and Apple Watch. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line required first. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit. Up to $459.99 device payment purchase with new line on eligible plan required per Apple Watch or iPad. Less up to $459.99 promo credit per device applied. 0% APR. Additional terms and conditions apply. University Hospitals Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute, nationally recognized for precise diagnosis and treatment with the highest quality outcomes. Top-rated specialists, more treatment options, more life-saving interventions, and more clinical research to bring the latest therapies to patients. When you need heart and vascular care, University Hospitals Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute is here for you. Learn more at uhhospitals.org/heart. 
As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the Cleveland Browns. 21 plus and present in Ohio. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame Moneyline wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From the biggest of big games to the littlest of the little. There you go! Run, go. James! No, 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 first base! Go, 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 run! Whenever you shop Meyer, you help support hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest. From some of the biggest stadiums in the state to the familiar fields down the street, you're helping make a difference to the people and places you call home. Learn more at Meyer.com slash community. Calling all Browns fans and dog lovers. Join the Barking Backers Club, the fan club for dogs presented by Milkbone in association with Embrace Pet Insurance and Pet Supplies Plus. You'll get access to premium live events and your furry friend will receive a membership kit that they'll love. The Barking Backers is the ultimate fan club for dogs and the perfect way to show your love for your four-legged friend and for your Cleveland Browns. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com or on the Browns mobile app. But don't wait, spots are limited. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. The Rolling Stones Live, Stones Tour 24, Hackney Diamonds, comes to Cleveland Browns Stadium on Saturday, June 15th. Tickets are on sale now. Visit clevelandbrownsstadium.com com slash rolling stones that's clevelandbrownstadium.com slash rolling stones for more information browns in houston coming up on sunday 1 p.m at nrg stadium let's get this guy to start us up andrew siciliano he'll be filling in for jim donovan on the play-by-play down in houston and he joins us right now on the hotline to preview this football game andrew good evening happy holidays guys how are you we're doing wonderful, my friend. Uh, they're down in Houston, or they're getting ready to go down to Houston. Uh, it's it's always a weird game down in Houston. What are you expecting to see, especially after the, the crazy late-game heroics of Joe Flacco on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, la- last year was weird, right? I mean, Deshaun's first game back and the DPJ punt return, the offense did nothing. Tony Fields had the pick six. It was uh, – that one was weird. Uh, you know, I'm sure they'll take a special team touchdown at a pick six this year to help them out if need be. Um, it, it's fascinating that this game could be Case Keenum. Uh, I mean, Case was on the podium today, um, and they, they asked him, what, what's it going to be like to play for your against your former team? And he said, well, I mean, what kind of teams I play for? I, 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 I play against my former team all the time. He goes, what's weird is that last time I played against my former team, I was with the Vikings playing the Rams, and the Rams were my former team, and my position coach with the Vikings was Kevin Stefanski telling me, control what I can control, don't focus on the other team, it's all about us, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm going to play my former team, and Stefanski's the head coach, and I'm thinking about all the stuff he told me last time I did this when I was a Viking against the Rams, and, you know, time is a flat circle, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Andrew, I was having this debate because I couldn't figure out the actual number, but I'm superstitious, as, and I shouldn't be. 
But if I'm not mistaken, my man, you have a winning record every time you call a game for the Browns. Gerard, I, I, it has nothing to do with me. But, yes, 2-0. There we go. Don't make it about me. Hold on. Hey, wait. Did, didn't, didn't Nathan say that to Jim after after the, uh, the the Hail Mary pick six, too? Yes, he did. Okay. So there you go. So I, I have nothing to do with it, but I, I hope to keep the streak alive. <laughs> uh, did you watch that? Uh, well, what am I saying? I, I imagine you watched that game live. Your thoughts yeah. on the ball bounced in and out of Darnell Moody's breadbasket. Um, I was in public, and I kind of made an ass of myself. So, um, can I say that on the radio? I just did. I um, I made some noise. I screamed. I yelled, and uh, people looked at me funny, and I embarrassed friends and family and those around me. But uh, I, I I have no shame. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I made some noise. I, I think if you watched the the NFL films that mic'd up, if you watched inside the NFL last night, uh, and and you saw Stefanski say "holy bleep" a few times, I, I think that was pretty much my reaction as well. Andrew, you had a chance to call games, and obviously you're a Browns supporter. When you see this team go down the way they go down far as the turnovers, but yet find a way to win these games, what is that saying about the job that Kevin Stefanski is doing with this football team? Um, It says coach of the year, Gerard, I think. If you look at it, the flip side of it is that the Texans do not turn it over. Right, they're winning with a rookie quarterback and, and a young team and a lot of you know uh, like the land of misfit toys kind of roster. Right, as they still try to cobble this thing together and they have a rookie head coach and a and a brand new staff, but they are doing it with all those pieces by not turning the ball over. The Browns have somehow found a way to do this with consistently turning the ball over. And last week, giving up a pick six or giving up a short field for the other touchdown. Um, the fact that they have found a way to do that, the fact that they're winning as many um, close games, yeah, they have the most wins in the NFL, not only against teams with a winning record, but the most teams in the NFL um, when uh, it was four or fewer points margin of victory. So, I mean, that speaks to coaching. That speaks to taking the opportunities when they are given to you late in the game. Um, they have dominated the fourth quarter. They have dominated at home. And if you can check those two boxes, then you're going to find a way to win. Um, imagine how many games they would have won if they hadn't turned the ball over. You know, the the game in L.A., Gerard, right. when, uh, when you guys were out here, the, that, that intercept, they're back in it again in the fourth quarter. Like at, when, when they got the ball back, when they got the stop, when they got the ball back, you're like, all right, they're going to win this game. And then first play, he obviously takes the deep shot. It didn't work, unlike the deep shot to Marquise last week. That did work. And it, it's those little things or the play in Seattle, obviously off Jamal Adams' helmet. I think the last play that he made all year might be the only play that he made all year. Um, you know, those little breaks, this team would have already clinched a playoff spot. The only thing that gives me some solace is that they fumbled the ball 23 times this year as opposed to the 18 interceptions. I'm like, all right, because sometimes, Andrew, like turnovers comes in waves, and I'm sitting there going, all right, 2024, it just can't be this bad. So they're still winning football games, and the turnover battle usually fluctuates. So maybe just the unluckiness with the turnovers are going to change in 2024. So I already have that to look forward to, even though we're having a sensational season. Well, just think about the, the the bounces too that haven't gone their way. Like there was one of the plays in which Miles was held, I, I think, four times. Um, Justin Fields had the ball stripped out of his hands by Dalvin and Alex Wright, yeah. and that one and Fields fell on it. I mean, so there are so many close calls too um, where they could have forced turnovers but didn't. Remember, 
back in October, we're talking about why can't this team force turnovers? Yeah. And, and obviously that flipped. It, it should flip on the other side as well. And then, Andrew, Joe Flacco and his play has been tremendous. Three weeks in, going on four. What has impressed you most about his play thus far? <sighs> his ability to take shots downfield, um, his ability to move a little bit in the pocket, um, you know, the ball to Amari for the touchdown where, where he kind of floated to the right, um, had a clear lane to throw and, and drilled it. Um, the play to David Bell, where again, under pressure, his ability to move, find him, the play to Njoku on third down last week where he's able to backpedal, pump fake, and at 6-6, loft it and get it to Njoku so we can catch it and run. Um, he's not mobile. <laughs> no, no one is confusing with a mobile quarterback, but he's got that savvy veteran. I, I, I have the ability to make subtle movements in the pocket to find space, kind of old man game, you know, like the old man at the gym playing basketball. He's got that cheese hook. You know, you don't know how to stop it. And he's so much fatter and not athletic playing against young guys at the gym, but he's still finding a way to score points. Joe's not fat. Don't get me wrong. You get, you get what I'm saying? Like that old man savvy, he has that. And that old man savvy has won them games. It is true. The wisdom comes with the experience. Andrew, we thank you very much for the time. We're looking forward to hearing you on Sunday, friend. All the best. Looking forward to doing it, guys. Happy holidays. Same to you. Andrew Siciliano joining us, getting you ready for the Browns and Texans coming up Sunday. We'll tell you about the Browns and Texans and what Gerard expects to see coming up Sunday afternoon as the Browns go for win number 10 during the 2023 campaign. you got the Cleveland Browns preview show. We're presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here at the Waterworks, our customers call us all kinds of names. We almost had a disaster. You're my sewer saver. My home feels so much better. Thank you for being my furnace fixer. Call us whatever you'd like, but first, you have to call us. Give the Waterworks a ring at 614-232-2222. Better care, better value, better results. That's what you get with the Waterworks plumbing, drain, and heating and cooling services. She, lying there longingly, hopeful. Perhaps this is the night he tries. You, before the bathroom mirror, bearish belly hanging over the worn elastic of your briefs. If only there were a way to help you muster the fire, the attention span. Alas, there is a place, nay, an oasis plentiful with wands and rings, potions and elixirs to restore your vitality, your passion. Lion's Den, the official oasis of pleasure, passion, and romance. It's Happy Honda Days at Lindsay Honda. Gift yourself with 0.9% for 48 months or 1.9% financing for a full 60 months on our entire Honda inventory. Everything on the lot. Plus, no payments for 90 days. On top of saving thousands with super low financing, don't make your first payment until March 2024. Visit the one and only Lindsay Honda Mall. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Lindsay Automotive family. See lindsayhonda.com for details. Let me tell you how to give her the best holiday gift, and it's by my friends at Pajamagram. They're soft and silky. Naturally nude pajamas are luxurious with a next-to-nothing feel. They're better than lingerie, designed to make her feel amazing and drive you wild. This commercial creeping you out? Tough noogies. Right now, when you shop naturally nude pajamas, you'll get a free naturally nude nightie. That's $75 worth of savings. Two-in-one gift. Hurry before it sells out. Head to pajamagram.com and shop naturally nude. Tell them Common Man sent you.
You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. Tired of the holiday rush? Take a break and indulge in the ultimate gift of relaxation. Introducing Reverse Aesthetics. And what's the perfect gift for everyone on your list? Look no further than Reverse Aesthetics gift cards. Treat your loved ones, even yourself, to a little self-care. IV hydration treatments following too much eggnog, weight loss treatments after too many cookies, or even wrinkle relaxers if you are the Grinch. Reverse Aesthetics gift cards. Purchase online at reverse-aesthetics.com. carsforkids.org. Your car running or not can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids. Donate your car today. Hurry! It's your last chance to donate for 2023. It's all here. It's all for you. TV News starts right now. To start your mornings. We're starting this Monday certainly a little cooler. Feels nice. So you can plan ahead. Got some lane restrictions you want to look out for. For your trip home. Showers coming late in the day. And into the night. A mother of a teen who is stealing these cars is speaking out. It's live. It's right now. It's all here and in your home. Live, local, and streaming. 10TV. Central Ohio's news leader. The Fan. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. Browns fans, from now through December 31st, visit your local grocery store and purchase a 12-pack of Bud Light and a 12-ounce package of Sugardale bacon and receive a $5 rebate. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash bacon and beer to learn more. And remember, if you, de- if you drink, don't drive. Decide to ride and enjoy responsibly. Browns-Texans on Sunday, but there's a whole other show that's coming on Thursday night. It's the Kevin Stefanski Show, 7 to 8 p.m., at the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network, Coach Kevin Stefanski and Browns defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson will join Gerard and Nathan. Gerard, what are we looking forward to on Sunday as you head down to Houston and you're on the sidelines for a big game against the Texans? Yeah, you're looking forward to a very physical football game, Ken, in which both these teams have never say die, never quit and they just play for four quarters till the end of the game. So I'm looking for a very playoff caliber type of a matchup taking place on Sunday. Real quick, one key player. Real quick, give me one key player. Defensively. Defensively, do it. Defensively. Uh, it's really simple. We're going to need MJ Emerson more than likely to match up with Nico Collins, big, big on big. And if you can shut down that vertical pass attack, that's going to bode very well for our cause. I like it. The great one, Gerard Cherry. Wish you a very Merry Christmas because I won't be talking to you until Sunday. Well, it still won't be Christmas. I'm getting my rods and cones mixed up, Gerard. Either way, you have a Merry Christmas anyway. And make sure you're listening tomorrow for the Kevin Stefanski Show, the 9 a.m. The Cleveland Browns Game Day Show, Gerard Cherry and I, 11 a.m. Cleveland Browns kickoff, 1 p.m. Kickoff from NRG Stadium, Andrew Siciliano, Nathan Zagura, 
Gerard Cherry. It's going to be fantastic. And thanks, as always, to Jason Gibbs, our executive producer, our producer, Meredith Kane, and from a good buddy, Gerard Cherry. I'm Ken Carmen. Thanking you for listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. You've been listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. Join us next week at this time for more behind-the-scenes Browns news from Berea. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show has been brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 97.1 The Fan is celebrating a quarter century of sports talk, play-by-play, and sheer nonsense. Morning Juice, Bishop and Friends, Rothman and Ice, Common Man and T-Bone, and the Buckeye Show. Download The Fan app today and listen anywhere, anytime. You're home for the Cleveland Browns, Ohio State Buckeyes, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. This is the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Play on the fan. Every game, all season long. Proud to be your central broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan. We return you to our regularly scheduled programming already in progress. Please enjoy not knowing what they're talking about. The fan, Ohio's sports destination. Mixers pull away from the T-Wolves in Philly, 127-113. Joel Embiid had scored 40 points in back-to-back games coming in. Tonight, he took it up a notch. Ball read with a rebound. Joel gets it back straight away and catches rim and makes it. And the crowd is fully aware that that was point fifty-one. And he fouls Shake Milton and checks out with a minute 42 to go. And he turns to the crowd. Call on 97-5. The Fanatic Embiid finished with those 51 a season high. And the fourth most points he scored in a game in his career also added 12 rebounds. Embiid has 12 straight 30-plus point double-doubles. Tyrese Maxey scored 35 for the Sixers. Anthony Edwards had 27 in the loss for the T-Wolves. Philly improves to 19-8. and Minnesota falls to 20-6. and Meanwhile, Lakers looking to get back on track in Chicago, but the Bulls have the lead late. It's 111-98. With 4.26 to go, DeMar DeRozan leading the way for Chicago. He's got 21 points and 8 assists on 10 of 14 from the field. Anthony Davis with 16 for the Lakers. LeBron has 23 on 9 of 17 shooting. And college troops defending national champs opening up Big East play tonight. Number 5, UConn stunned against Seton Hall. 75-60 the final. Kadari Richmond had 23 and 8 steals. Dre Davis added 17. Seton Hall defense the story held UConn to 37% from the field. Hey, it's Evan Cohen coming up Thursday. I'll tell you why Kevin Stefanski is the coach of the year and the debate isn't even close. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.